Welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on with your child, and we do encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and in this week's podcast, Dr. Gutstein continues his two-part podcast series on gesture and communication for your child. Gestures also, for young children, one of the ways that they develop self-communication, interestingly enough. So um, you see a child who, uh, a very young child, who's not yet internally or self-communicating with words, and you can see them sort of moving their hand towards a, a place where they're going and sort of as a lead to them helping themselves sort of to make sure they're getting where they want to go and holding on to that. That, that later becomes language-based, but it starts with self-gesturing. And so it's interesting as well. Uh, and it starts very, very early. I think it's an area that we don't pay much, we don't pay enough attention to. Um, and anything we can do to give our kids kids more support and, um, you know, to, to sort of amplify their functioning without increasing the cognitive strain or the information processing strain, I think is a great thing. So, you know, one of the things we do, of course, when, when we um, are forming um, experience representations, we're always doing enactments, right? We're not just, we're not using narrative words, we're doing enactments. We can use language too, but we find if we just use words, the emotions out of them, they become too distant. The re-experiencing doesn't really occur very well. And even when we're recollecting, we're re-experiencing, we do partial enactments as well with our bodies. And, you know, what gesture is, is, I mean, when young, 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 young children do enactments, they use their whole body, right? They're moving and they're really, really playing out with their bodies, what's happening, and they're moving around. Gesture becomes an abbreviation of that, if you think about it. It's an abbreviation of all that full body movement into sort of your hands, right? And it's what we have. That's, you know, one of the reasons, it's not one of the reasons reasons we have hands, but it's one reason that we use our hands in communication so much is that rather than moving our bodies, right, so much. So, you know, you think about primitive tribes telling a story and they might use their gesture and their hands, they will be down to there and then this happened and, ah, you know, and this happened, and they're trying to communicate to someone else where they weren't writing yet, but they were using gesture, and they weren't necessarily moving. They didn't have to take the person to that place, but it became a way of symbolizing or representing a dynamic action, dynamic movement, much better, in fact, than words did, or along with words, supplementing words. Um, so, um, you know, in terms of communication, but also in terms of your own, as I say, your own experience and your own learning, it's really important to experiment with that. Think about that. Think about adding that. And, and don't, don't get over-focused on just languaging things. That's one of the problems we see, especially with uh, high-functioning kids with autism, is especially when we look at their uh, recollections, their episodic memory, their autobiographical memory. It's dead. It doesn't have emotion attached to it. It doesn't have any feeling. They don't have any feeling attached to it. So the encoding, the recollecting was done in a sort of disembodied way. They, that sense of somebody being disembodied. And I think that we hear that a lot with our high-functioning kids is they're disembodied. They act that way. And so movement, gesture, embodied learning becomes a really critical uh, element for self sense of self, self-awareness, and reflection, um, for all kinds of learning, Right. Um, and for communication. So it has, you know, it has, it, it sort of goes both ways. 
I kind of have a comment and a question, I guess, combined in one. But, Absolutely. You know, about it. <laughs> as I'm watching you communicate, I'm thinking about how yeah. we just kind of, from a social skills, which you and I talked about, <laughs> trying to teach somebody to interact uh, in a way that was not natural to what they were saying, how much trouble that could cause them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and I've seen that with the skill of, okay, now gesture now while you're talking and, okay, do this now. And of course, that's not how you and I do it. It's an outgrowth of whatever we're trying to express. That's uh, right. that's you know, like you said, it's a, it's a, it's that connection. It's not a, okay, here's where you do this. Like you said, a politician might have to be taught to do it, but even they would have to feel the connection. Oh, yeah, you can't do it scripted in a scripted way. Here's when you gesture this, here's when you gesture that. It just becomes a way of operating. It becomes an automatic habit of doing that. You can start out mindfully with it and just show, just play with it a little bit. Like if you have a, a child, a teenager, whatever, and you can say, you know, let's just play with these gestures, you know, of, uh, of stop, you know, there's just the things that they may not even be aware of, you know, stop, no more, slow down, slow, slow down, and then use it for yourself to slow down. Let's see, to use it while you're, as yourself, as you're thinking out loud. Let's see, what am I thinking about? Let's see, am I doing that? Wait a minute, I need to stop for a second uh, for self-regulation. I need to stop. Um, and, you know, or, and again, to create bridges with someone else, to, to show, you know, how big it is. Uh, you know, just to, to start to be beginning things, like, wow, it was that big, you know? And it took a long time. But I went, I went really slow. And then I started to go faster and faster and faster, right? So you can start. Those are very authentic, very easy, right, non-scripted ways of doing that, that sort of build in a natural sense of gesture. So, you know, um, that this one is a very good one, right? Of any kind of variation of this, of you and me, right? Hey, we can do that, you know? Or, you know, do you understand me? Um, you know, um, but, um, but I think that you can play with it. So wow, it got higher and higher and higher as we were going in the airplane, right? And we're going faster and faster. You can use different variations of it, you know? Faster, 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 faster. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but you know, but you know, you'll notice that people with autism don't often do that, or get really nervous, you know. And I was really worried about it. Um, you know, what am I going to do? You know, um, and so to start to to recognize that you have this incredible modality that is very powerful in many ways for yourself, for others, and and just play with it like that. And again, you're starting out very simply. Yeah. How high was it? Well, it was it was high. And it got higher, you know, and and it got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, <laughs> and it was really tiny, <laughs> right? And you know, some of the kids may already be doing that, some people are already be doing that, but it's something to be thinking about, observing, and then to, again, to play with it, make it authentic, make it a habit, what I call a sort of a mental habit that it just like to accompany both your communication, your uh, recollection and encoding of memory if you're working on that. Um, and, you know, even your own, as I said, your own problem solving, right? Okay, now, what do I have to do? I mean, it's funny because it's not like a particular, when they teach something like a particular gesture is more important than another gesture. Let's see, I'm stuck here. Let's see. Well, maybe there's a different way I can go, okay? And it's funny, just 
in, in, in engaging your body in that way, we find is, is very powerful and it's very helpful. And as I said, it's not going to put more of a stress on that person unless you force them to say, okay, what gesture do I have to do right now? Or what does that person gesture mean? We absolutely don't want to be doing that. Um, that's like the last thing. That's the worst thing because then you create all this extra uh, processing stress that is not going to help them whatsoever in, real, in the real world. Um, but just just the use of it um, and, 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 and play with it, I think, has enormous uh, benefit to people. And thanks for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.